this is Lisa Hawkins, and you are on the podcast for Christian Warrior Woman. If you would like more detail about today's lessons or the other podcasts, please go on Amazon or other apps where you can get a copy of Christian Warrior Woman, Taking Back Your Faith, Family, and Future. And you'll be able to dig deeper and really work on uncovering the things that are hindering your relationship with God. So let's jump in today. I'm sure most of you are keeping abreast of what's going on in the world with coronavirus. And um, it's very tragic to any families who are losing family members. Or, and, you know, we had one family here in the U.S. that they lost, I believe, Um, three to four family members um, because of this virus. And so I can imagine, one, that there is um, fear. There's folks who are panicked. There's folks who believe it's a second coming. Um, There's all kinds of stress on how to pay the rent, how to pay the mortgage. Um, And on top of it, you have your children right there um, on top of you adding to the stress. But I want today to share with you seven things, and you might find one or two or three or four of them. Um, Don't get too um, caught up in that I have to do all seven of these things, but it's a work in process. And what we want to do is first is ground yourself. Ground yourself on the foundation of what you believe, who you are, and your identity. So we know from yesterday's message that the Lord doesn't give us a spirit of fear, but the world and man is doing a great job at providing that for us. And so what you have to rely on is what you know in the word and your faith level. You have to have an idea of where am I on my faith? Why? Because as we talked about um, yesterday and the day before, when you're thinking about how you can build up your confidence, your confidence is directly related to your faith. And trust is related to faith. And all three of them are related. They're like kissing cousins. It's hard to be confident if you don't have, you could have a fake confidence, yes. But it's hard to, have confidence without faith. And when I'm, when I'm, the confidence I'm talking about, confident that God is going to see you through this virus, through sickness, through this time of managing your children's schoolwork and managing the family and possibly being in closed quarters or being quarantined, that God will see you through this. So I want to go through seven um, steps fairly quickly. To help you to help you through this time. So we talked about number one. This is these steps will help you trust in the Lord. Not just a little trust, but with all your heart. This is where we are. If you look at the world we live in, and you've seen I've shared the scripture of of Second Chronicles seven and fourteen, when we talk about the the weight and the panic that's in the world, the only thing that can bring us peace 
is for us to repent and turn from our evil or wicked ways and repent before God. And that's the first step of what needs to happen. And then we need to rest in that trust. Now, that sounds easier than doing it. So let's put some meat on the bones and on the thought of what you can do daily. And here are a couple of scriptures that you can use to meditate on and to repeat because you don't want to have this stress in your marriage and and your children. You've got, I'm sure, possibly parents to help out or grandparents to help out in your own children. And you want to be operating in a peace. It doesn't mean you're not worried or concerned or using wisdom or using the strategies that are being shared by the health professionals, but you're not operating at a panic and peril mindset. Okay. One is if you've learned anything about this virus is it's not dependent on man. It's not dependent on you. It doesn't matter who you are, what color you are, what kind of money you have, or or where you're from. It can hit anyone. So we want to first know that we obviously live in a world, and we have put our trust in many things, whether it's entertainment, whether it's our job, whether it's our house, whether it's our money. And you can see how quickly in this situation those things can be relevant, meaning Who cares how big your house is or how fancy your car is? There's a virus on the loose. And those things that we've had as idols in our lives aren't as important. But we look at Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. So in this time, if you're like me, every five minutes, somebody is trying to share with me why this virus happened, or what's the latest prophetic word on this virus, etc., etc. But what I do know, the only thing that's important is this step one, is that I trust in the Lord. It's not about what I know, what somebody else knows, but it's about putting my trust with my whole heart with God. It's about that relationship. And I want you to, this is your checkup, your relationship checkup with Christ, because that's what's important in this hour, is to check yourself on where you are in trusting the Lord. Okay. The second one um, is in the area of wisdom. You know, many of you are worried and disappointed possibly about jobs or may have even been let go and you're wondering how am I going to feed my children how am I going to um you know where am I going to live and what's going to happen etc etc but we we need wisdom in this hour and so Romans 11:33, oh the depth of the riches of the wisdom and knowledge of God how unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. So it doesn't mean that this is not supposed to be a tough time. As you know, as believers, tough times do come, but it's the Lord seeing us through the tough time. So we have to not sometimes trust him, but completely trust him. We must consciously laid aside our thoughts, our desires, 
and our own understanding and be humble before God with understanding that his ways are not our ways and his plan is not our plans. But what we do know, the Lord has said that his plans for us are to grow us, to prosper us and to bring us a good life. And we have to hold on to that even when it seems like the world is is coming down on our heads. The third thing I have done when I talk about humbling, it's about surrendering. It's about in your prayer time, crying out to God and sharing those various areas that you struggled with that particular day. Every day, your emotions can fluctuate here and there because you're hearing different news every day about this virus and about who's inflicted and about how many have died. And you have to balance how much time you give to that each day. But in that, when you feel those worries and those concerns overwhelming you, you need a way to release it. One way is crying out to God. Another way I would recommend is moving, putting your sneakers on and walking, walking very briskly, getting your blood moving, allowing your body to adjust. Because when you do something physical, the whole chemical makeup will start readjusting your brain, your thoughts and your blood and your circulation and will bring better thoughts and healthier thoughts to you. So when you look at that um, Proverbs 3, um, 5, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. So even in your walk, you could be meditating. Maybe in you, you memorize this passage and you're saying it while you're walking and you're visualizing a better day. And you're saying, God, I know that only you can get me out of this situation. Only you can protect me and my family from not getting this virus. Only you, God, can cover me with the blood of Jesus, whatever that is. Psalms 55, 17, evening, morning, and noon, I cry out in distress and he hears my voice. What's so key in that is he hears my voice. So whether you pray three times, five times, or 10 times a day, that God, God hears your voice. And that's you right there. I could use that and pray on that every day and be thankful that he's hearing my voice. Thankful that I have a savior that is interested in having a relationship and talking and walking with me. You know, he gave us, he sacrificed his life. He shed his blood so that I can live eternally, that I can have a relationship with him. When these hours and circumstances seem dim or or shaky, it is our responsibility and our availability to say, Christ, I need you. Lord, I need you in this hour. Okay? Three, that we run from evil. We run from fear and being overburdened with emotions we cannot handle. We, number one, our blessings can easily become our stumbling blocks. Confusion. When we think of them and we start thinking about what we deserve. I'm a good Christian. I tithe. I this, I that. Well, the Lord surely won't let me get this virus. Or the Lord surely, because of my father and mother, whatever someone might do, we can get into 
um, making false claims or believing other people's false claims. And that's what I worry about. I've had so many people say, well, so-and-so said this. And let's be for real. As a believer, it better be what God told you, not what so and you don't know so-and-so's heart. You're not, you don't know that. You can't make that person an idol or a God in your life that only what they say um, you will choose to believe. You have to have a relationship with the Lord. He talks to you. He walks with you. And you have to tune your ears and get your heart right and your soul checked to the right channel so that you can hear him for yourself. Okay, so let's not worry about what someone else is doing. Let's focus on what you're doing. Proverbs 3, 7, do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. 2 Timothy 2.22, flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. So if you know that you have sin in your life, in this hour, I would be pursuing righteousness. I wouldn't be pursuing what Tom, Dick, and Harry are saying. I would be getting myself checked out spiritually. Okay? Because Proverbs 3, 8 says, this will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. When we pursue God, we find life. We find hope. We find peace. We find the patience to endure hard times. We find the faith to remove the boulders to bring perspective and to bring wisdom. God, it doesn't come natural for us to want to be holy. Whether I'm whether it's me, whether it's you, whether it's a pastor, we we live with our own personal desires and our own mindsets and our own hopes and dreams and we battle those things. But what we want to do is we want to put God first. This is number four, putting God first in your life. So before we get to four, I'm going to name the couple first. Don't depend on yourself. Cry out to God. Shun evil. And number four is putting God first in your life. I find it very interesting in this time of the virus. Do you notice a lot of the things you hold as idols in your life have been removed? your job, um, and for some people, money, for some people worrying about their houses or their clothes or uh, ladies, this, this is, I know that this is probably not funny, but I even had someone worrying about um, getting their hair colored because their gray is going to come in and their husband doesn't know how gray they are. And so the idea of not being able to get their stylist or colorist to get their hair or to get their face waxed or their lip and chin you know someone sent me a picture of a woman with like a mustache and a beard and and bushy eyebrows imagine what we'll look like when we come out of quarantine and it was funny and to laugh at but we have idols in our life you'll see entertainment has been shut down you see the theater in new york that's been shut down concerts the things that we hold dear eating out, all of these different things that 
we use as idols in our lives, the Lord has shut down. What is he put? What is the focus? What should the focus be on right now? Faith and family. What has even our government said? Stay home. Stay with your family. Right? It's just sad to say husbands that may have been cheating or going or women too, going to inappropriate places, topless, whatever bars or whatever. All of that's been shut down. People who may have been thinking about getting abortions or whatever, all of those places are shut down. And what has God done? He's shutting down so that we can listen and hear. If we're not working, if we're not um, distracted by all of these things, then maybe shall we hear from heaven. Maybe we might be brought to our knees. Do we need a pandemic virus to make us recognize that we need to change our ways and put God first? It isn't a shame if you look throughout the Bible, so many things. What it what had to happen to Pharaoh? What had to happen to Moses? What had to happen to make people and ourselves drop to our knees to put God first? So Proverbs 3, 9 um, through 10. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. So we put our trust. We trust God with our wealth. We trust God with our home. We trust God with our children. I pray every day for my future daughter-in-laws that my sons will have a happy and prosperous life. I don't even know if I'll be here to see that. I pray I will be. But I'm praying it anyway. I'm praying it in advance that my words, that my declarations, that my that my um, affirmations are heard, as I mentioned before, morning, noon, and night, the Lord is hearing. That I want my children to have blessed families and a blessed future. Number five, check your attitude, character, and behavior by God's word. Jeremiah 17, 9, the heart is deceitful above all things, and beyond cure. Who can understand it? We're not, I don't know about you, but if we're on a job interview, of course, we'll, we'll, we know to speak greatly of ourselves, whether it's true or not. But the real truth of when I said earlier about giving yourself a checkup is checking your behavior by God's word. You know, it's so disappointing to see some of the the political arguments and personal attacks by Christians on social media. We can all disagree with people, but to argue and provide personal insults. You know, I always say to folks, is that really the character of the Lord? Is that what who Jesus is with inside you? Is to criticize and be bitter and to be cursing at people that don't see the world through the same lens as you do. Whether it's a leader, whether it's um, family, whoever it may be, it, do you truly believe that Christ abides in them 
when you hear the words that come out of their mouth or the behavior or the slandering and is not the word does not the word tell us how we should act how we should be able to recognize the fruit of the lord proverbs 3:11 my son do not despise the lord's discipline and do not resent his rebuke there's a price to pay when we are out of god's will when we are out um, operating outside of his word and you may think oh because i curse somebody out or hurt someone's feelings that's not a big deal it is a big deal otherwise it wouldn't be listed in the scripture of behavior that's unbecoming of a, a christian behavior that we need to repent of and so when we talk about checking ourselves by god's word we have to read it often and much because it'll help it'll for me i catch myself weekly daily on things that i might have said with the wrong tone or or whatever and i'm checking myself and saying oh lord forgive me well that's the holy spirit if you never are getting checked then what's abiding in you do you think the lord can really operate through you when you're nasty and disrespectful to people is that the character of god is that the spirit of love so when we talk about where we get our confidence from it's in that word the next one which is 6 is listening to the holy spirit and that's where i was leading when the holy spirit is within you and you operate out of character i don't know about you but the holy spirit be like now lisa you sure you should have said that like that or uh, where was your heart when you made that comment and i can every day find something to repent about i know all of you are holier than me i know that for sure because many of you are probably sitting i don't have to repent every day Well I do. And um so pray for me if you guys don't have to. <laughs> But we have the Holy Spirit within us. And John 14:26, but the counselor, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. So here you are. If you're fearing and worrying each day about will this virus hit or whatever let the holy spirit bring you peace by reminding you the lord doesn't bring you fear and the lord loves and will provide for you the word will also encourage you to do that so we want the promise that christ said that the holy spirit will teach us so when you're praying you're praying lord teach me to be calm in this hour teach me to be confident in your word to speak it believe it and and claim it over my family as we go through our day the holy spirit is guiding us it's guiding us to stop watching tv guiding us to stop doing things that may not be beneficial to our soul and to our financial pocketbook we need to learn to listen to that voice and as i shared with you yesterday that even when i called myself lukewarm or strong in the lord that there was a voice within me that was guiding and leading and i know it's the lord because that voice didn't give me the easy way out that voice gave me the 
the rocky road or gave me the road or the path that didn't lead straight. Or maybe it was just my mindset. It, I went around the mountain and backwards on the mountain. That's probably what I should say. How about going backwards? Imagine how slow that goes. But when we listen to the Holy Spirit, we know when we're on that right path. We can feel it. And it doesn't mean struggle doesn't come. But you know, even through the struggle, I'm on the path I'm supposed to be on. And then we're not even getting into the gifting, the giftings that each of us have. I truly believe that more than 50% of all of us are not operating in our gift. We're probably not even in the jobs that we're gifted to do. And imagine when we meet the Lord face to face and we find out that we might have spent a career doing X, Y, and Z, but knew deep down our talent was something else, but we were too fearful to step out in our true gift. Something to think about while you're home during this quarantine. Are you actually working in your true gift that brings you joy, or are you working for the paycheck? I've done both, and there is a huge difference. And you can make a lot of money when you're operating and you're gifting. It's not as secure as other jobs and other situations may be. But the happiness and your spirit man and the relationships you'll develop are far worth it. So it's something to evaluate. Are you, the Holy Spirit is always giving us opportunities, whether it's to own your own business, whether it's to um, buy real estate or property, whatever it may be, there's an opportunity for you to listen to the Holy Spirit and make wiser, stronger decisions. And so what's the last one? The last one is finding peace in God's love. During this time of the virus, you have to believe that you can rest in God's love, that there is peace, that as we face the difficulties of hearing the news and and reading what's happening and what's exploding and what supplies have run out and the masks are are non-existent and ventilators are are not showing up, we have to take a position of rest. That why do and and not focus on why are these bad things happening. What, because believe it or not, we're looking at this in many ways as a physical war. It's against the virus, but this is a spiritual war. And this virus has come from out of spiritual, right? The spiritual um, war that we have had in our country over so many things and in the world is now manifested in this virus. And so we have to rest that God is in control. That he is doing a work. That he is humbling everyone to acknowledge who God is. And he's humbling us as well. So instead of saying, where is God when I need him? He's not your ATM. But when we're resting, we're resting in his word. We're resting in the history of of how he has brought us through in our past. 
And the one thing that we cannot escape in this world is being disciplined by God. No matter what country you've been in, we have sin and we have repentance that we all need to to do in order to bring healing to our land. Proverbs 3.12, because the Lord disciplines those he loves. As a father, the son he delights in. And as we know, there are many things going on in the world that the Lord is not delighting in and needs to discipline his children. So I pray that even in the midst of this turmoil, know that God is for you. And when you understand his perspective, that even these setbacks and feeling like you're going backwards because of this situation, he can always propel you forward. So know that we have to rest in his word. We have to deny ourselves to follow him, as it says in Matthew 16, 24. Trusting God takes a whole hearted commitment, as someone said, and it's from the moment you wake up until the moment you go to sleep. But we are never alone. God is always with us. And we have to be assured, as he said, that I am with you till the end of the age. So don't let this virus make you feel hopeless, make you feel like a failure, or keep you up at night worrying. But what I want you to do in this time is to find time on your knees to have a relationship with God and know that he is with me and to say those words until you feel them in your heart. This isn't, this isn't time for some little cool, casual prayer. If you are struggling and overwhelmed with fear, then you need to find that time to meditate and to find that passage of scripture that you say on your knees with God until you feel that breakthrough happen over your thinking and over your physical body. I pray tonight that you are blessed, that every person who's hearing this message, that the coronavirus flees from their environment, that you prosper, and that you see the glory of God bring change over your family, over your community, over your church, and that you will have a better understanding when we come out of this, over this, that you will say, I have seen the power of God change lives, bring healing. Remember, we are the light of the world. We can't be hidden and hiding from anything. We're bold and we have courage and we have faith and we have trust because there is one Savior who died to set me free. And he didn't die to let coronavirus destroy us, but he died to bring us closer to him. And so I pray that for you this day. In Jesus' name, amen.